Welcome to today, tonight's edition of Nightly Aloha. Nightly Aloha is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. Six thirteen on your dial. Okay, let's let's start off with a little introduction. Okay, before we get into the invested in Aloha's of Elul Rosh So I'm reading you the words of the tour. The tour, Rav Yaakov Balaturim, who was the son of the Rush. Right, the Rush is um, the Rush lived in Germany during the Crusades, the later Crusades. Um, and had to flee, and he, uh, it's a famous story, uh, he fled to Spain, to Toledo, and, and when he came to Toledo, even though the rush was Ashkenaz, and, and every, everyone there was, uh, was, was Sephardi, uh, but, but his reputation preceded him, and, and when, when he came, they, all, they, they made him the, the rough uh, over them. Um, there is an apocryphal story Again, I don't know. I never saw this in print. So I don't know if it's really true. The apocryphal story is that the Rush, because because he lived among Svardim, wrote uh, uh, that, that 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 these people have some very strange practices. <laughs> and I don't know if that's really true, but but that's the apocryphal story. Anyway, the Rush had a son called uh, uh, Yaakov. Um, it was referred to as Yaakov Balaturim. Balaturim is the commentary on Chumash, where he um, spent, where he shows a lot of, um, he, he shows a lot of things through gematria, through the numerical value of the words. And 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 as someone who's not a big gematria guy, but some of some of his gematrias are unreal. Um, so so you know so they're they're, they're noteworthy in his commentary on Chumash. Um, he also he also wrote what's called the Torah Shulchanara. He was the first to divide Shulchan Aruch into four parts. Orachayim, which is daily living, which includes Shabbos, Yontif, Brochus, Davening, uh, those kind of things. Chosha uh, Mishpat, which is business law, and Eben Ezra, which is things related to marriage and divorce, and Yoridea, which are permitted things and forbidden things like Kashrus and things like that. Uh, anyway, he, so he was the forerunner of the Shulchan Aruch, which we have, because he, he is the first to divide it. Anyway, um, his writings is a little bit more of a, I'm an encyclopedia in the halacha, more than more than the, the breakdown into formal halachas like we have in the in the Shulchan Aruch. Um, and, and very often he gives introductions to, to this. So I want you to read you his, his introduction. He says the following: Tanya, the Pirke Rabbi Elias. So there's a there's a book of um, um, it's post Talmudic works called um, the. Um, one of them is called Pirkei de Rabbi Eliezer. According to most historic authorities, they were written in the in the post-Talmudic period, in the period known as the Sabarayim, and they are they they are based on um, halachos uh, learned in the Mishnah and the Gemara, but that for whatever reason were not full always in, were not included um, in the Mishnah and the Gemara. Anyway, so in in the Pirka de Rabbi Eliezer, it says Tanya. The Pirkei Rabbi Elazar, the Rosh Chodesh Elul on Rosh Chodesh Elul, which was yesterday, Amar Hakadosh Baruch Hu LeMoshe, Hashem said to Moshe, Alei Elai Hahara, come up to me on the mountain. That's a pasuk from not this week's parsha, but last week. Akev, Shaaz Allah. Then Moshe went up LeKabel Luchos Achronos to receive the last set of luchos, the second set. The Heviru Shofar BaMachane. And he blew shofar in the camp before he went up. Uh, so they shouldn't make a mistake and then go and build an ego. 
Lakadish Baruch Hu Nisala Ve'Oso Shofar. It says that 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 a Kadish Baruch Hu was elevated, whatever that means, uh, with the Shofar. Shenema Allah Elokim Bisrua. Hashem is elevated with 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 the Shofar. Lachain. So based on the idea that they blew Shofar before Moshe uh, went up to Har Sinai, so he's Kinu Chazal. So Chazal instituted Sheihu Tokim. That we should blow shofar during the month of Elul each and every year. The Cholachodesh and the entire month. Why? In order to, um, to warn or to prepare the Jewish people, that they should repent. And he says the Pasuk in Amos, Im Yiska Shofar Ba'ir, Lo Yecharado. Does, does the person hear the shofar and, and not tremble? That's interesting, because we don't do that. Um, he says that, um, so he says that, um, um, he says the minute was very interesting, and, and the Arach Shulchan talks about this. There, there, there was a minog to blow both in the morning and at night. We do not have that minog anymore. We only blow, uh, we only blow in the in the morning. So it's very interesting that that he brings down that minog, but that's not what the minog that we have today. The Beis Yosef writes um, on, on the on this topic. Beis Yosef writes that. So Igolameto. So he has the following question. So the Beis Yosef asked the question is, he says, when, when the Torah was describing the mitzvah blowing shofar, he says that the reason why we blow shofar is because when Moshe went up the second time, they blew shofar. So, so and that's why we blow shofar. But yet, when, when, when he mentions the men of the blowing shofar, he says, he quotes a different pasuk, a pasuk in Amos, that 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 when the people hear the shofar, that will cause them to travel, to tremble. So, so why is it that we needed the second pasuk? It's clear that the minna comes from the fact that when Moshe went up to Har Sinai on Rosh Chodesh Elul to blow the shofar, that already he was um, that that was the minna comes from. He says, he says, uh, uh, it said, it said, so this is what the, this is what the Beis Yosef says. He says that, he says that even though, even though, um, that the that one, one could suggest, that even though, that from the fact that they blew Shofar before he went up to Har Sinai, that the, the blowing of the shofar when Moshe went up the second time prevented them from, from sinning a second time. Uh, 
He said, he said, he, so it, it could be that the reason is that that's not because of the shofar itself. Meaning, meaning the shofar itself was not there to just to prevent them from sinning. Um, the Beis Yosef says they didn't need the shofar. They could have got up on the bima and given a clap and say, listen, we blew it last time, but now we're going to be more careful. Moshe is going up now and he'll be back. When he comes back is when, that, when he comes back. Don't start getting into chashponos, calculations when he's coming, he's not coming. We, we, we blew it last time. Let's not blow it again. And the basically said that would have been sufficient. That a reminder that how they blew it the first time. He says, uh, so he says he says that the second pasuk is really to teach us the real power of the shofar. He said he said he, he, the Beis says that the shofar itself, the shofar itself is not it, 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 the koach of the shofar is not alone. Just that that it was a reminder to them that they shouldn't sin. He says that that the second pasuk teaches us that the shofar has a power that goes beyond just a reminder to B'nai Israel not to sin. And that power is that it causes trembling of the neshama, it causes internal trembling, and, and it sets off an internal desire to do tshuva. And he says, that's why you need the second pasuk, because if it only quoted the first thing, we would think that it's only a reminder. But the true power of the shofar is to motivate someone to do tshuva. And then he gives a second answer. Um, he says, from the shofar in the, in the desert, the only thing we would learn is that we shouldn't sin. So the Beisiosik gives a second answer. He says, if we only learned the minute of blowing shofar from the midbar from the story of Moshe going up to Har Sinai. So what would that what would that teach us? That would only that would only teach us that would only teach us that we shouldn't sin. Blow the shofar, everybody be careful not to sin. But it wouldn't necessarily remind us to do tshuva, because we would say, look, let's look at the story. Let's let's understand the story. The reason why they blew shofar because they made a terrible mistake the first time Moshe went up, and now this is to hold them back and say, guys, don't make this mistake a second. Do not sin and, and, and build another eagle or, what, or whatever the ramifications is. But the concept of doing tshuva would not necessarily be learned from that. And that's why the Beis Yosef says that you need the second pasuk to tell you that shofar is, is not just to remind us not to sin, but it's to, it's to elevate us and remind us to do tshuva during the month of Elul. So that's a little, um, just a, an idea I wanted to share with you tonight. Uh, in terms of the mitzvah of blowing shofar during Chodesh Elul. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. And Mitzvah Shem will we'll continue. We'll get very heavy into the halachas quickly of Rosh Hashanah and shofar and all, the, and all the different things. Have a great night. Thank you, Rabbi. Rabbi, good night. Take care.